Welcome to Living Waters Flowing, where Jesus is exalted and God is glorified. I am Nina Menace, and as always, it is a pleasure to come before you today. I hope that you are enjoying your day, that everything's going well, and um, I'm just going to jump right into the word as usual, and let's go ahead and just open up with prayer first. Father God, we thank you, we glorify you, we magnify you. You alone are worthy of all praise, all honor, all the glory belongs to you. And Lord, we lift you up today. Lord, we come before you needing and wanting to hear from you, needing to hear your voice. So Lord, speak to us today. I decrease and Lord, I ask that you increase and overflow out of me. None of me be glorified and all of you be magnified. In the mighty and precious name of Jesus, amen. Okay, so everybody, um, as you can see from the title, um, the word that God gave me today actually was birthed out of my personal study. I've been studying um, David and God has me in that area and he has been talking to me, discussing with me about um, how he is raising up David's in this time. So let's go ahead and jump into the first scripture. Um, it's going to be Acts 13 and 22. And it reads, after removing Saul, he made David their king. God testified concerning him. I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. He will do everything I want him to do. And then also let's go to 1 Kings. 11 and 4 and that's going to be in the NIV version it reads as Solomon grew old his wives turned his heart after other gods and his heart was not fully devoted to the Lord his God as the heart of David his father had been so this week God has asked me to like I mentioned before begin a study on David, the son of Jesse, the king of Israel, the man after God's own heart. He then asked me that the question that is posed in the title, who all is after my heart? Who is wanting to spend time with me in my word and in my presence speaking with me? to get to know me who is not after the blessings but just want to be close to me I truly felt the heart of God so much so that it brought me to tears seriously because when I look at the church today I don't see many willing to live for Jesus and that's just the honest truth there's not many willing to surrender all for the sake of God's kingdom advancing. And in these dark and evil times when people need God more than ever, that is what God wants us to do. He wants us to seek him, seek him with all of our heart and also to win souls to him, to display Jesus in our very lives so that people will see that light and be drawn to Jesus. 
the God in us, the hopes of glory. Amen. So do you remember the time when prayer was at the forefront of church services? I mean, prayer was number one. There was nothing that was ever more important than the word, not the praise and worship, not the word going forth, but there were prayer warriors and there were people who were intercessors. There was intercessory prayer. There was lock-ins. Y'all remember that? So there were times where prayer services would last for hours and people would leave that place a whole different person on fire for God and ready to win souls to Christ. That's where God wants us. That's where God needs us to be. See, God is looking to and fro for the Davids of this generation. A generation that is unashamed to proclaim the name of Jesus, no matter what society deems as acceptable or not. These are those that will magnify Jesus to the point where demons flee. And people are set free from decades of bondage and years of being deceived by the, the enemy. Deceit is Satan's number one weapon. So that they will awaken to the truth of God and his word with revelation. The impartation of truth, not religious rhetoric and not religious hype. God is raising up the remnant in these days. Those who will boldly proclaim what God is speaking in the face of religious spirits and those who have a form of godliness. They shout on beat. They clap in time. They're zealous and charismatic amongst the church. But daily, they deny the power of God access to change them and make them an agent of change, an instrument of change, a catalyst of change for the glory and honor of God. God is looking for David, y'all. He's looking for David's. Now, as we know, David was not perfect. Let's talk about David. He made a lot of mistakes. And he willingly did some things that would disqualify him from holding any position, less known the position of king. But God knew in advance that David would murder a man to have his wife, Bathsheba. God knew that David would have problems with his flesh and make wrong choices. He knew that he would go on to murder others. As well, God still chose David, though. Why? Because David was a man after God's heart. He knew that David would be convicted of his sins and repent from his heart and with his actions, turning wholeheartedly back to God. He did it every time. And look, Psalms are jammed, packed, and full of 
David's conversations with God. Through the hardest seasons of David's life, he would cry out to God for help, for guidance. David would confess his sins and ask for forgiveness, for grace and mercy. But most importantly, David would ask that God would deal with his heart, clean up his heart. He knew that his heart posture towards God and towards others was the the number one thing that he needed to always keep pure before God and before God's people. For example, in Psalms 51 and 10, it says, um, 10 and 11, it says, create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence and take or take your Holy Spirit from me. Amen. So King David's humility, his reverence for God is so real in the whole chapter of Psalms 51. You see David's heart for God. And it didn't matter that he was king of Israel. He didn't have any pride. He wasn't puffed up. He wasn't ego driven. He didn't let pride and arrogance keep him away from God. Now, I encourage you to read all of Psalms 51 and read it when you feel like David did, when guilt and shame try to come upon you. And this psalm was written during a time that David slept with Bathsheba and she ended up being pregnant. Then later the baby died. God forgave David for his sins and God has forgiven you too. He's forgiven me too. Do you struggle with guilt and shame over what you've said, what you've done, or the life you've chosen to live? See, Jesus came to take away the guilt and shame through salvation, through the sacrifice of his very life, a free gift that only he, Jesus, could make available to you through sacrificing his life to save you, even from yourself. It all starts with receiving Jesus as Lord and Savior. Then allow the Holy Spirit to start making the changes through sanctification. The sanctification needed to live a life of true freedom. I did a two-part teaching on the works of the Holy Spirit. I encourage you to listen to that via Spotify or YouTube. And for those who do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, stick around. I want to pray for you at the end of the the podcast. Now back to David. God was moved by David's heart for him. No matter what David had going on or what he was going through, he kept his relationship with God a priority. Because even though he was a king, even though he was famous for being a vicious, 
uh, I'm sorry, a victorious man of war. Even though David was a man that praised and worshiped God with all that was within him. He knew that he was nothing without God. That he would fail and his life would not be worth living without God. So David was a God chaser. He wasn't pursuing God for what he could get from him. He sought the Lord continually simply because David loved God and never wanted to be apart from his presence. Do you feel the same way? When you get in the presence of God, it's like you never want to leave. It's like time stands still. And you just want to be close to him. You just want to continually be in that place of peace and rest. And David wanted the spirit of God to dwell with him for the rest of his life. So he kept his relationship with God a priority. He pursued the heart of God. He wanted to do what pleased God. He wanted to live a life that was pleasing to God. So he continually repented and asked God to wash him and cleanse him. Amen. But he wanted to dwell with God for the rest of his life. Let's look at a few scriptures. Let's go to Psalms 23, 5 through 6. It's a familiar scripture. It says, Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Psalms 27 and 4. One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek that I will dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. Psalms 91, 1 through 2. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the most I will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Amen. And this is what God spoke to David in response to his words. Psalms 91, 14 through 16. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him. For he acknowledges my name. He will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. God is speaking these words to those who love him. Do you love the Lord God? I love him, y'all. I love him. And when we seek the Lord because we love him with all our heart, we move different. Our expectations change. 
we are filled with more love, mercy for others, and we don't worry as much because we trust God will take care of us. Our number one focus becomes pursuing the heart of God, and this touches the heart of God deeply. The truth of the matter is, just like David, we're going to make mistakes. We make bad choices from time to time. Every living being does. But the difference for those who are after God's heart is that we repent. We receive God's forgiveness and his love. And then we turn away from all of it to God, the lover of our souls. We go back to pursuing God wholeheartedly, just like David. We get back in his presence and allow the Holy Spirit to do a work on the inside of us that we cannot do on our own. That's what David did. Now, here at Living Waters Flowing, we'll always speak in the light of the truth of God's word and not what itching ears are used to hearing. I would never tell you that continual and intentional sinning, which is a lifestyle of sinning, is acceptable to God. However, when we repent with our actions, not just our words, with turning away from those things that we know are not pleasing to God. And we work out our soul salvation through participating with the work of the Holy Spirit. We become better day by day. It's a process. And it's through allowing the work of sanctification to be done by the Holy Spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit is gentle and kind. He's never going to go against our will. So we have to participate and willingly walk by the Spirit. In Galatians 5 and 16, and then 24 through 25, it says, So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the, crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. This is what Jesus gave his life for. So that we could be free from the power of sin and death. So that we will choose to walk in the Spirit. Because Jesus defeated sin on the cross. Now we have the power to live in the Spirit, to walk in the Spirit, so that we do not have to choose, listen to that word, choose to follow the desires of our flesh. See, God loves us, y'all. Do you see how much he loves us? And he desires a people that will seek him. A people who will love him 
and a people who are children of God after his own heart. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you. We praise you. We glorify you. We thank you so much for your word today. Lord, we understand and know that you are looking for those who will have the heart of David, those who want to be pleasing unto God, those who will seek God continually. Lord, we are those people. We are those people, and Lord, we surrender our will, and we say, yes, Holy Spirit, have your way. Not our will, but your will be done. Lord, we will walk according to your word and according to your purpose. Lord, we will. We will walk in the spirit and not fulfill the lust of the flesh. We will take on the mind of David to where we will continually repent before you when we make those mistakes and when we make those wrong choices. And Lord, we ask that you would wash us continually. Holy Spirit, let your sanctification continue to work through and in our lives. Lord, we love you and we want to be more like you, Jesus. So, Lord, I ask that you would, under the sound of my voice, that you would release your love. Release your love upon each and every person. Lord God, wash us. Cleanse us. Lord, by your spirit. Lord, give us a heart for you like we've never had before. Not to display religion, God, but to pour out from a place of relationship with you, Lord. Lord, we need you. We cannot live a day without you. So we make you our priority, God. I ask, God, that you touch each and every person listening, God. By your spirit, God, I ask that you would pour into each and every person, God listening. Lord, heal those who need to be healed today. Lord, to speak to that person that has been holding all that guilt and shame for what they've done. And Lord, let your Holy Spirit comfort them. Let them be reassured that you forgive them, that all they have to do is repent and return to you. You're right there with arms wide open. And Lord, we don't take that for granted, God. We thank you. We thank you for it now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, for those who do not know Jesus, he is right here. And for those of you who used to walk with God and are now feeling the love of God wooing you back to him. You were in church and maybe you were hurt by some people in church and you just determined that you won't go back. But let me tell you something. Those people are not God. I'm sorry that that happened to you. I'm sorry that you experienced that with those people, but God 
He still loves you. And he's never left you. He's right there. God wants a relationship with you and to show you who he is and show you who you are. It says in Romans 10 and 9, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So here's some language to help express what you are believing in your heart to God. <clears throat> Repeat after me. Jesus, I need you. I humbly come to you now. I'm tired of doing things my way. Help me to live for you and do things your way. I believe that you died and you rose from the dead just so that I can be free. I make you my Lord and Savior. Fill this emptiness inside of me with your Holy Spirit. I surrender my life to you now. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, come on, everybody. Let's give God praise, honor, and glory for all that he's done and all that he's going to do. Amen. I'm so excited. I'm so excited that you made the decision to walk with Jesus. This is the best decision you've ever made in your life, and I'm so proud of you. I welcome you to the family. And to those who rededicated their lives back to God, welcome back. We would love to hear from you and send you a love gift for your journey. So email us at livingwatersflowingministry at gmail.com with the subject line, Jesus is my Lord. Okay. And then also you can use that same email for prayer requests, testimonies, comments. We would love to hear from you. And let's keep the conversation going in our Facebook group, which is Living Waters Flowing with Nina. And you can join um, and click to follow us and stay connected. We would love to have you. And we also have a YouTube channel, which many of you are listening to me from. God bless you all. It's Living Waters Flowing with Nina. For those that are listening via podcast, we go ahead and put all the podcasts onto YouTube and then also on our social media content, like I'm um, encouraging words, words of wisdom, um, so many things, so many things that we share on YouTube. So I would love for you to um, look us up and join. Uh, we have posts pretty much every day, so we would love to see you there. And then also, Women of God, I cordially invite you to join our Facebook group for women. It is Queens of God. And if you're looking it up on Facebook, it is Queens of God with a crown in front of Queens. And we just have an amazing time. It's, it's a group of women who love the Lord. We post um, prayers. We have encouragement, empowerment even posts that are hilarious and we all laugh together and enjoy those so you are more than welcome to come now i love each and every one of you thank you for spending time with me today 
And until we speak again, may the living waters of God continue to flow in your life. Have a blessed week.